podcast tonight. It's the only podcast tonight. Starring Andy Bush, my beautiful boy. Starring Andy Bush. Let him hear it. Oh, yeah. And me, Roly Bush. Plus Ev, don't applaud him. Applaud me, Roly Bush. Ooh, yeah. Mm, ah, ooh, ah. Mm, ah, ooh, ooh, ah. That's great. Oh, wow. Nice song, Dad. Do you like that one? Yeah, yeah. I added lyrics to the song. <laughs> Here's what we know. What do we know? The last time we tried to do a live one of these, we had not yet released an episode. <laughs> that is true. Those who came did not understand. <laughs> How many people here are familiar with the podcast Michael just said? <laughs> How many people are getting the are trying to take this in for the first time. <laughs> you will not like this. <laughs> this. This is for no one. I'm surprised people listen to it. I don't I, understand. I, it doesn't make any this sense. This podcast literally exists so that we have an expression for our id. <laughs> That's it. I'm surprised none of these people have liked or subscribed on iTunes. You or, don't know that. <laughs> well, no, I know. I check every day and... Uh, <laughs> Everardo this is all you have going for you, Everardo. There's one review from my sister that I told her to write. What does it say? She said, I like this podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fucking brutal. That's what I said. I called her an idiot to her face. That, I don't like that either. You come out bad in that story twice. <laughs> well, uh, If you're not familiar with this quaking voice... The voice of, if you're new to this, someone that you must assume is, this is his first time ever using a microphone. No, he's been with us from the start. And years before that. It's our intern from the Ryerson Podcasting Program. Shout it's out. Everardo! What's hey. up? Shout out Ryerson Podcasting School, uh, class of, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> this is this is canon. The Ryerson Podcasting Pro School, according to us, which is the only reality that matters right now, <laughs> is a 15 to 28 year program. And the longer you don't graduate, the better you did. <laughs> Everardo, what year are you in? I'm currently uh, in, in the middle of year six. Year six. So yeah. what it, that's, I mean, that's good. That's good. That's pretty good. That's good. You got to keep going. I was told in no uncertain terms that I had to do a better job of setting up what this is. <laughs> and we have, I have not done that. If you're not familiar, I'm, I'm Rolly Bush. This is my beautiful, gorgeous son, Andy. Hello. Here's all the backstory you need. Andy was a promising young performer in Halifax, Nova Scotia, who rode his Canadian fame to Los Angeles and failed. Now he's back, and he's living in my boiler room. Sometimes we shrink him down with the honey I shrunk the kids' shrink ray. This not... There are so many things that are canon now, and I want you to know them all. Yeah, there's so many things. I have so a complicated. Ray. You have a shrink ray. Andy has hoops. I do have hooves. You can't tell because he uses human shoes, even though they're harder to use, but he's ashamed. I can't keep all of it in my head. Andy, I don't know if you can tell this live. It's hard to see with these lights, but at home, if you're listening, Andy has uh, tattoos that go from his ankles all the way to encroaching on his cheeks and forehead. Yep. 
And every year, and what about all my what my gauges? You have gauges, have gauges. In your ears and your nostrils, and in the webs between your fingers. <laughs> and this is a new piece of the can, and he wears a top hat that's so tall, Babadook style. <laughs> and under that top hat is a rat pulling his hairs, telling him where to go and what to do. You're ruining all the jokes for the people that are listening yeah, to Yeah, but listen. anyone's listening will hear this one after, so it'll seem good. Okay, all right, fine. Anyone listening to this will be like, yeah, we just heard that last week. But you guys are like, what am I, in the future? <laughs> so what's new? Andy, I know that you, here's what's new, did an audition for Anne with an E today. I did, yes. Can I say, a show that has staked the claim to the only Anne of Green Gables adaptation ever. <laughs> How was the audition? It was, uh, it was bad. It was bad. It was a bad audition. Why? Um, did you not have verve and nerve? <laughs> no, I didn't have verve or nerve. But apparently, I have a, an American accent. I was doing an accent because that was the way it was written in my head. So I just did the accent. I What's sounded, the accent? Well... I, I, I was talking like I was on Westworld, apparently. I was just like, um, they, they said, has like, I, I will thank you to take care of my two children. Yeah, I couldn't help it. What the hell are you doing? I, well, I just, I kept, I kept doing it. And she was like, is that, I'm hearing a bit of an accent. I was like, what? No, what? So then I, the I did it again. the voice of a guy who's about to get murdered on Deadwood. <laughs> like, oh, I certainly hope I don't. Bang! You're fucking dead. I could not get it out of my head, so I, I did it like several times, and then there was a weird pause, and I was just like, I just like Anne. And then, I, then she went, yep. And I went, anyway, this is, this is bad, right? Okay, bye. Wow. Like, I, it was a terrible audition. It was, it was really, really bad. Well, I'm working on a show called Andy with a Y. <laughs> and I've got good news and bad news. What's the bad news? The good news is it's all about you. Okay. The bad news is you didn't make the cut. I cast someone else. <laughs> That's fine. There you have it. Reed Janice is going to be playing the role of Andy. <laughs> Who's that? He's a local Toronto sketch comedian. Let's give it up for Reed Janice! Yay! An improviser, Second City, what, what? Um, I once did an audition for a Newfoundland show, and they asked me to try and do a Newfoundland accent. And I <laughs> tried my best, and they told me I sounded like Mr. Burns. Do it. Do the Newfoundland accent. I don't want do it. to. Come on. I'm trying to think. Hey, where are the... Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Don't even. You sound like a Muppet. I surely do hope we get to live in Newfoundland okay, forever. Okay, that's different. I surely do, dearly. I can a do a Newfoundland accent. Can you do a Newfoundland accent? Uh, no, but a lot of people say that my wrists remind them of Mr. Burns. I don't know if you... <laughs> You're just because currently I'm holding your wrist <laughs> limply. <laughs> no, this is, this is me trying to make a fist. No, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I'm a weak, I'm weak. They yeah. never developed. Everardo's got badger's disease. <laughs> the tightest his fist can go is badger scoop. Just like this. Everardo, what's the best uh, accent you can do? Um, I'm showing best, this audience accent. more and more of my ass. I can do, I can do like a family guy accent. <laughs> a family guy <laughs> accent. From the, <laughs> the one From the accent. country of family guy. What is it? Yeah, so it's kind of like... Uh, Peter, I'm, no, I'm Peter. No. Wait, how does Family Guy sound again? How does Family Guy sound? You are the dumbest man I've ever met in my life. I, 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 I don't have it right now. I'm nervous because I'm keeping track of time here. 
Like, um, you, okay, yes, we have an hour. Yeah, we have an hour. And Everardo was very strict about it. So worried because his trivia game, which is not good, <laughs> always goes at the end, and he's worried we're going to bump him. <laughs> and here's why he's worried, because I told him we're going to bump him. Yeah. We and usually I, I didn't do. see the game on the run sheet or Shut anything. the fuck up, Andy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everardo's talking. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so we just, you know, I have this air horn. Just whenever, whenever I feel like segments are going too long, I'll just blow it. If you use that air horn <laughs> once, I will beat you. I will be merciless. Well, let's just be mindful of time. I'm going to put soap in a sock <laughs> and have at you. This is why when we record it, it goes like four hours. We record so much. We, we go four hours because I got shit to say. Uh. And then we have an interlude, Ben-Hur style. <laughs> Ben-Hur style, where if you're live on the floor, we show a vista <laughs> with a nice song. How long? There, yeah, there was an interlude during Ben-Hur. There's interludes during all those old movies. Yeah. And they always like go out on not the most... Well, actually, yeah, it's a pretty cool out. It's always someone being like, I'm going to show them that I'm Ben-Hur. <laughs> yeah, and they look at the camera. And then it interludes so people yeah. can be like, while they go to the bathroom, they're like, holy shit, he's fucking... That's Ben-Hur? All right. <laughs> That rules. That rules. What? Okay. Well, we've covered accents. We've covered all the good stuff. Yeah, we covered accents. We're here at Sketchfest. Sketchfest! Sketchfest! <laughs> what, what sketches are you going to go? What shows are you going to see, Roly? What shows am I going to yeah. see? I'm going to see the uh, Scumpy Dumpies. Oh, they're great. What? The Scumpy, Scumpy Dumpies? Dumpies? Okay. I'm going to see a live read from 22 Minutes. Tonight they're gonna break the record. You thought you had heard all the Tim Hortons references you'd ever hear. You're fucking nuts. I wrote a lot for I wrote for them this year. I wrote all your favorite sketches this year. Is it too late now to drink Timmy's? <laughs> Cause it's 10 p.m. but I'm thirsty. Double, double in my cup, yummy. Cause you know I went to that Timmy's now. They're not gonna ever kick me out. It's open late. That show has just become that. a commercial for Tim Hortons, basically. Like every episode. I love it. You like it. You like. Tim I love Canadian satire. Yeah. I love it. Really? I love it. I love that the king of Canadian satire's most biting bits was literally, hey, S Stephen Harper. Get those pajamas on! Dad, can I just say that I have a, a, a show on the CBC? Not me, <laughs> though. Yeah. And I'd really like to maybe, perhaps. Listen, we love them. Yeah, we like the CBC. I love it all. I yeah. love Canadian comedy, and I love comedy in general. Yeah. My favorite joke ever. What's your favorite joke ever? When someone says drump. That's not a joke. That's I love just it. That's not a joke, though. I love it. That's smart and biting. What's the best joke of all time, Everardo? The best joke of all time? I like when uh, Howie Mandel blows a rubber glove up with his nose. <laughs> what the hell are you yeah, talking that about? That joke. Yeah, you know, uh, it's his most famous stand-up bit. He puts, a, like, a doctor's glove on his head, and he just breathes through his nose, and it's, it's funny. You got to check this out. It looks like a chicken? Yeah, it looks like a chicken. That's good. And, uh, <laughs> you don't uh, like it. No, I don't. I don't like it. That that '80s stand-up, Howie Mandel stand-up, was not my. That's not your bag. No, it's not my bag. You you like stuff a bit earlier from what your childhood. 
Like early vaudeville. Early vaudeville. Yeah. You like young Buster Keaton. His early work. Buster Keaton is great. When his parents beat the shit out of him and called it comedy. <laughs> I read about it in a book. What? Yeah, apparently Buster Keaton's early act was like a family act where his dad would like throw him at a wall and then they would bow and the crowd would be like, is this okay? <laughs> I'm sure they loved it. Yeah, they probably did love it. They're He's like, give it to that kid. Yeah, they were crazy back then. That's a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good joke, Everardo. That's good. Well, you know what? What? Where are we at, Everardo? You probably want to move this along. Yeah, we have one second left of this segment. <laughs> You're so itching to use that air horn. Are you guys ready to meet our first guest of the night? I hope I haven't alienated too many of you for needlessly going after the sacred cows of Canadian comedy. Let it be known, I love them all, but I love this first guest especially. Now, you know all about him, Andy, and you know about him, Everardo, and if you're fans of the show, you know him well. You know his work as a doctor, you know his work as a character in his own show, and you know his work as Seattle's leading radio personality. Yep, it's the therapy man, Dr. Fraser Crane! Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling, toss salads and scrambled eggs. Oh my. Hello, Dr. Crane. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Fraser Crane. <laughs> Perfect in the voice, and for the purposes of our audience at home, let it be known that he also looks like him. Yep, exactly. Rolly, how are you today? I'm doing great, Dr. Crane. How are you? I'm doing actually quite wonderfully. I'm still continuing the uh, journeyman part of my life. What? Oh, yes, post-show. That's right. Post, post many seasons. Post many seasons passed on a radio show, of course. Someone moved. <laughs> Someone's going to fucking die. You don't ever make yourself known at a comedy show, my friends. That's when the roast master comes out. I think that's our tech person, Dad. Our tech person's going to fucking die tonight. Get them out of here. I'm sorry, Dr. Crane. How would you say that I dealt with that just now? <laughs> Roller, the old me would say that you have a bit of a rage problem, but the new me would say that you dealt with that rather cool. Oh my God. I like this new yeah. Fraser. Mellowed out quite a bit. So, how did that happen? You go on vacay? Uh, well, actually, no, uh, or should I say, a little bit. <laughs> feels, like, <laughs> feels like you're deciding your reality and going from there. I'm just <laughs> figuring this all out as I go along. I'm, uh, actually, uh, well, I, I do talk about this in uh, uh, something that I'm uh, perhaps will delve into later on in the podcast. But um, I did suffer a uh, recent trauma huh. that uh, did ultimately force me to not take things for granted and just ease my way through life. Take it easy, as it were. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's using so many words to say such simple things. <laughs> you might even say I'm waffling and stalling. <laughs> I would say that. <laughs> You've taken an improv class. Uh, yes, yes, I have. I am a new, true devotee to the principles of yes and. Oh, I love it. Yes, and I want to hear more specifics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's actually quite uh, novel, really. Uh, I'm actually only in the third level, and that's uh, when we get to the characters. You get to really just, you know, give it with the character improv and so forth. But uh, as far as I can tell so far, all you have to do is uh, you get on stage with a scene partner, 
you say something, uh-huh. and they say yes, and, uh-huh. and they continue the conversation, and it just flows like a regular conversation. I would love Throw, throwing yes it? and into a conversation just makes it flow. Yes, perfectly? and it's just like that. See, <laughs> see, <laughs> Doctor Crane. I would love to see an example of improvised comedy. Would you like to do something with me right now? I would absolutely be Would honored. you guys like to see Dr. Crane and I do a little improv? I'd love to. You're going to try my best. All right, Dr. Crane. Uh, what do we need to start this? Uh, well, let's, uh, usually they get a suggestion from the audience. So, uh, uh, audience, let me get a suggestion for an opera mid-19th uh, century. <laughs> La Boheme. That's a little bit later than I was hoping. <laughs> You fucked up. Puccini is Puccini's quite a favorite of mine. Labo M, I shall uh, I shall improvise as the character Rodolfo, and you shall be uh, Coline. Coline. And then uh, let's say uh, I'm here. I'm just working on my music, and then you're coming into the, the loft. Okay. Uh, and uh, we'll take it from there. Oh sure. We can't plan. Can't plan too much. Yeah, feels improvised so far. Oh, and by the way, uh, in this in this scene, I'm going to be very uh, I'm going to be very frustrated because I'm working on my music. Okay. And you're coming in. You've got a bit of a frivolous spirit. All right. You've got a bit of an energy. Are you trying to make me recreate the actual book and play? Uh, no, 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 no. I just need to I need to paint all of the uh, the the scenarios. I gotcha. I'm a frivolous dude. To make it clear to Everardo, maybe I'm a bit of a, I guess a Peter Griffin. The old me would not have known that reference, but the new me is all about that sweet, sweet F guy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you and Stewie Griffin would get a real kick out of each other. Oh, yes. Yes, we absolutely would. All right. Shall we begin the scene? Yes. Rolling. Um, hello. Uh, I just let myself in. Colina. Oh, hey, it's just, you can call me that if you want. I don't care. I'm frivolous. What are you doing here in my 19th century bohemian loft in France, in Paris? Oh, I forgot. Uh, yes, and I'm <laughs> here to invite you to a super weird uh, party. It's like a party, but y- uh, you can come. And it's, a kind of da- it's like a rave. <laughs> oh, oh well, I really like parties. Those are genuinely very fun to me in the art set of which uh, us both belong. You're not using yes and. What are the rules here? No, no, but here's the beauty of improv, Roly, is that you can metaphorically yes and. So you just agree with the statement and then you put some more information. You're fucking hurting my brain, bud. Well, I did study psychiatry for a long time. Okay, you know what? Let's break break it down and do it real basic for me. And Everardo, you get up. I want you to do it. I gotta see so I gotta see someone fail, and then I'll know what's wrong. I have spent thousands of dollars on improv classes. Okay, All right, uh, another suggestion. We get a, uh, You want to get another suggestion, Doctor? Uh, well, why don't we throw it to Everardo? Everardo, why don't you ask him for another suggestion about a famous uh, modernist novel from the early 20th, 20th century? Okay. All right, uh, so Everardo, you ask for that. Okay. Um, c- can someone uh, say the, the novel "The Old Man in the Sea"? Hemingway, nice classic. All right, so you guys are two people. You're an old man, and you're the sea. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and begin improv. Hey, I'm the sea over here. 
What's going on, you old man? Oh, this fucking oh. sucks. This is, I thought it was. No, 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 no. I can, I can save this. Okay. I can save this. So show me with the yes and. Uh, yes, you are the C, and I am an old man who is with you. Yes. <laughs> yes, and it's a storm, and it's coming now. And uh, is this good? Well, it's very bad. <laughs> just look at me, just look at me, just look at oh, me, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. Yes, and the storm is very big, and, and we... Wet. And oh, wet. Yes, okay, wet. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful, yes. And you're too old to handle this storm. I yes. am in I fucking <laughs> hell right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I'm afraid all love is fleeting. Oh. That's beautiful. I mean, that's beautiful. Uh, I, I, from my point of view, the sea. <laughs> all right, that's enough. That's Yay! enough. Great job, guys. All right. That was uh, truly, and I say this with love, unwatchable. Yeah. That I was think I got that bit was... by the improv bug up there. Uh, well, how, how many classes did you, you take, the Zika virus. How many classes did you take? Uh, exactly. Well, I'm in the third level. You're in the third level. Okay. And each level comprises uh, eight classes. All right. So I probably had class... Uh, uh, yeah. 20, 20, perhaps? Okay. <laughs> I really boiled that down to the funniest detail. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, you've taken classes before. Yeah, I've taken a few. Yeah. What's the best uh, thing class you ever took in the world of comedy or acting? The world of uh, comedy? Jeez, uh, I don't know. I uh, really like the bad dog classes. Uh, I enjoy those. You, but you did old bad dog. Yeah, Back that is when it true. Was like, <laughs> every week they'd be like, you won't believe it. We're doing... An improvised Doctor Who. That's not true. No, the old bad dog was great. It was just a little more like the island of misfit toys. It was just a lot of crazy people together. It was on the. It was far away on the Danforth. Yeah, yeah. It was. A, it was. It was on the Danforth, yeah. and um, they did not have a liquor license, nor did they choose ever to pursue one. They tried. They tried. It just never worked. They were just like, it's just too hard. I'm like, you probably should get one because no one's gonna come to the shows. And like, ah. But you liked it there. I did. I enjoyed that kind of vibe. I, I, I did like it. Were you ever good at that part of improv where everyone comes out high energy clapping? Is that? Did you like that part? What part <laughs> of improv is that? We honestly, all know this honestly, part of every improv? it was. It's every opening scene that we did. No, 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 no. Improv openings. I know how to do improv openings. That's okay. the only part I know. That's where you say, like, "Can I get a word? Can I get a word?" Swamp, and you go, "Swamp, swamp, swamp." That's swamp, one way. Swamp, swamp, swab a dab a swab a dab a swab. Can I swab your car, sir? And then you start a scene. That's not, that's not the only way to do it. That's there would the be only other, way to no, do it. Other, the, 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 the sort of the old school bad dog way would be like, oh, uh, hey, everybody, I was, uh, I was really late uh, for the show because the subway, uh, you know, I wasn't, it was late, and then I was waiting, and I was so uh, freaking out. And what's something that freaks you out? That's, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? I like, like you're that. telling a big, long, and then boring they say, story. Like, they go, swamps, I get freaked out by swamps. You go, thank you for that. Swab-a-dab-a, swab-a-dab, swamp, swamp, swamp. Swap. I like those openings because you can count down to the point where everyone's going to have a look of deer in headlights panic. And they're all like, are we getting lower and getting deeper? That's what we're doing. You know what I mean? 
Or you could say like fairy, and they'd all start like fairy, 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 fairy. Ah, oh, ah, oh, swamp, swamp. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you've literally never seen improv. That shit is everywhere. The the intros I have seen is everyone's wearing a hoodie and they're high energy coming out in a line and they're all like, yeah, like, what's up? We're this team. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but how do they you start a part? scene, though? That, like, how would oh, they start? I don't know. <laughs> they're just talking about that high energy. That high, yeah, where they like, do, yeah, yeah the music's playing and they're all clapping in unison and they're getting everybody up to, yeah. to get up. There and is dance that UCB style of improv opening where it's like five of the most confident guys you've ever seen in your life and they hit the stage like, you suck this dick! Let's get a word! I heard swap! So this swap was sucking my dick! Like, that's definitely a style. I do like that style. That's the use. I did study that, and that was the first thing they teach you. <laughs> it's like, it's like, how can you turn this into something sucking your dick? I'm yeah. like, all right, I can and try. The guy it. comes and tags out another guy, and he's like, you suck, you suck that swamp's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you, man. Um, Dr. Crane, we're using a lot of blue language. That's all right. I'm all about blue, boys. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> well, about blue boys. Once again, letting my proverbial hair down, and I'm cool with cool culture. Because you were you were very you were very tight you were you had a lot of stress. So keep saying that yeah. like you want us to dig, make you dig further into it. What changed? Why do you want people to know that you're cool now? Well, I just uh, I uh, well I guess now's the best time to bring it up. I am doing a show. During the festival. Oh, that's amazing! Oh, wow. So that's why you're here. That's why I'm here. I'm here to promote the show, and uh, in that show, I, I deal with once again a recent trauma that I had that made me cool. <laughs> Sounds like the kind. If that's trauma, sign me out. Absolutely, yes, yes, yes. So all I'm saying is that I worked through it, and the show is a is a form of confronting my fears. It's an like immersion therapy. As a one man sketch show. As a one-man sketch show. Yeah, loosely defined sketch, yes. As part of the sketch comedy festival. That is correct, yes. I uh, graciously uh, was let into the festival uh, on the presumption that this would be a hilarious show, and instead it is a bit of a, an emotional plumbing of my deepest fears. <laughs> but I think you could probably take away something quite funny from it, in the way that life is kind of funny in a really tragic way. So it's not the kind of show people will laugh at, but they might walk away and think to themselves, that's funny. That's it? That's exactly it? It's kind of funny that I saw this fictional man brought to life uh, so sad. You keep, you keep saying fictional man, and I, I, don't fully <laughs> <laughs> I don't fully know what you mean by that. I, you mean by fictional man. I, uh. I am trying to suss out what's canon. So just to be clear, mm -hmm. you're not Kelsey Grammer. I'm not Kelsey Grammer. What is your, like, you're the character, Frasier Crane. The character, if you mean character by card or hilarious personality, yes. But I'm also the real blue flesh and blood Frasier Crane. I think we can all agree on that, yes? Yeah. And the show Frasier is based on your life? Yes, yes. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a documentary in a way. Oh, so that was you. So in who's, there, who is no, Kelsey Grammer? Who's Kelsey Grammer? Who is Kelsey Grammer indeed? <laughs> 
Next question. Well, I'll, I'll tell you who Kelsey Grammer is. Kelsey Grammer is someone who had his own sketch show in the early 2000s. Oh, yes. And I would love to get your take on this. Can we play a sketch from Kelsey Grammer's sketch show? Oh. Hi, Kelsey Grammer here. <laughs> this segment is I'm sorry to do this from a hospital bed, but I'm in for a little, uh, well, let's just call it a bit of elective surgery, shall we? <laughs> anyway, I didn't want to miss an opportunity to introduce you to our latest comedy. I like to call it simply The Sketch Show. Very kind of you to give me a sponge bath. It's all right. So have you worked here long? I don't work here. <laughs> come on! Oh, come on! If that's not comedy, then I literally don't know what is. My one complaint, he didn't say swamp at the end. Now, what do you think of that, Dr. Crane? Uh, honestly, I think it was quite excellent, actually. Quite an exquisite work of comedy. <laughs> As you can see, he had all of the elements there, a cool, calm demeanor. He had a setup, and he had a little bit of a thing that we in the industry call a turn. Oh, it's called a turn. So a turn would be like something at the end that you don't expect. That is correct. Because you thought that he was a nurse, but it turns out he wasn't a nurse. That's mm -hmm. the turn? He was just a creep. <laughs> 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 Doing Just a creepy guy. Like doing something extremely problematic. I thought the turn was that it was going to be funny by the end. Oh, Everardo! <laughs> Shots fired! Everardo, you truly know how to lambaste something within an inch of its life. <laughs> yes, the key thing that lambasting is usually used for, <laughs> murder. Everardo, you are too rude to Dr. Crane's I'm friend Kelsey Grammer's show. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm uh I don't know what got into me. I'm just uh I'm just feeling feisty today. Are you feeling it? Yeah. Are you all jazzed up? Uh, well, to be honest, I'm a little seasick from this uh, inflatable couch that we're. Yeah, it kind of looks like you guys are on a raft right now. <laughs> I'll say this, and I don't say this lightly. I'm not happy. Yeah. How how are you okay? My shorts are climbing up my ass. <laughs> yeah, because you keep moving. You were literally sitting like Gollum for a moment for a while there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I was fully into, like, Martin Short Jiminy Glick territory. <laughs> yeah. An uncomfortable man finding his way up a couch. <laughs> well, you know what? We talk a big game about sketch comedy, but here's the reality. The only one up here who's ever done sketch comedy is my beautiful boy, Andy Bush. Oh. Yep, I guess so. That's, yep. You were on a show in the in the uh, early '90s called Street Not Sense. Not early '90s, the late well, the, the early, early 1890s called yeah. Street Sense. Yep. Brought it back a hundred years later. Yeah. Yeah, I was on I was on Street Sense. That was a, a kids sketch show. It was sort of a consumer it, advice. Consumer advice. Yeah, it was a consumer sketch show. No yeah. commercials. So really? Yeah, no commercials. No commercials. Yeah, it was just it was very very anti. Capitalist and corporate, anti-corporate, everything. Yeah. It was ahead of its time. It was very ahead of its time, yeah. So you did that, and then you more recently had a few sketch troops that performed in this Toronto Sketch Fest. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did a, a sketch uh, show um, recently called uh, with uh, Andrew, Mark, and Dave uh, with my sketch partner, Mark Little. Uh, yeah, woo. Wonder. I don't know him, and I don't like him. And yeah, I me, me neither. Don't like how you pronounced his name. How did I mispronounce Mark Little? You said Mike Little. No, I didn't. Here's my favorite thing said, to do. Say Everardo's name. Ever Everardo. You! <laughs> you're so slippery in the middle. 
Yeah. Honestly, for the first year, I thought it was Everardo, and I I, I screwed it up. Everardo. And, uh, Everardo. Yeah. Watch Andy when he pronounces a name he doesn't know. He literally shrinks into himself. I am really bad with names. I get really nervous. You're like I try to hide from the effect of someone going, "That's not it, you fuck." Yeah. Because it hurts when people don't know your name. You, you know what uh, we in the psychiatry business call that? What? A Freudian slip. Do. Do I don't you? I don't accurate. think that's it. No, 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 no. I've been to school, and I know that when you mean one word, but you say something else, it's a Freudian slip. It's a, a doorway into what your true. Uh, but I'm just, I'm just not are. saying the name right. It's not like I'm, it's not like I'm saying another word. Yeah, isn't a Freudian slip more like when you go to an ice cream parlor and you're like, um, I'll have a scoop of mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'll have a scoop of my own mom. Uh oh. <laughs> I meant vanilla. Holy crap. That's quite clever. That's very clever, Rolly. But I, I am quite serious. Now, when you said Mike instead of Mark, who were you thinking of? I honest, did I say Mike? I didn't say Mike. You sort of said halfway between. I it. said Mark. I said Mark with like a tone like I don't like Mark Little. So I went like Mark Little. I've got the receipts, Andy. Receipts? I'm going to listen to this back later. I'm going to hear Mike, and then I'm going to slap your mouth off. Okay. So you have done sketch comedy. Yes, I have. And you have been nominated for and won Best in Fest how many times? Zero. That's a goose egg. <laughs> but surely you've been nominated. I don't think so, no. Have we been? I don't think we've nominated. I, I haven't been nominated. Well, no. that I, is never, a sad no. thing indeed. So I've, I've done the sketch fest uh, with Picnic Face, and then I did the sketch fest as Mark. And Andy and Dave is another sketch troupe, and uh, <clears throat> we never won. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'll say this about Picnic Face. Deserve to be canceled. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I truly agree with you. It was a very, it was, it was not ready. Not that I have this insight into Picnic Face, but I will say, if I had to guess at their philosophy on ending sketches, it would be this. How about instead of ending this sketch, it goes on for so long. <laughs> It's really hard to end a sketch. That's the hardest thing to do. It so is. You, you just like cut to a, like a nonsensical thing and then fade out. <laughs> if I had been in that writer's room, let's just say there would have been a whole lot of sketches with people buying a Timmy's, rolling up the rim, and then the rim says, that's the end, baby. <laughs> Hope you liked it. Hope you liked it. It's not bad. I don't bring this up to roast you, Andy, only to say that you've... You've got so much experience in sketch comedy. You've done so much great work that has not been rewarded, either because it didn't deserve to be or for some other reason that I can't fathom at the moment. <laughs> but you're currently not doing sketch comedy. No, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not doing it anymore. That is the saddest thing I've ever heard. And because this podcast is all about you, my gorgeous boy, and making your life and career better, uh -huh. I have gone out of my way to find you a new sketch partner. Really? That's right. I found... I'm sorry, we have to get to the next guest. Okay, you are um, literally in the middle of introducing him. You, I you don't want to be that guy, but... You're the guy who honks after the light has turned green. <laughs> They're going, wait. I found him on Craigslist. He billed himself as the leading Canadian sketch writer without a show to write for or a partner, and he was looking for man-seeking sketch partner. Couldn't have looked better on paper. It's a perfect fit. Please welcome a guy who only called himself Big Papa P. Oh no. 
Oh my God. The Goosebumps theme song, no! Oh. That's our least favorite guest, the incel Patrick Gelfler's music! Oh man. Oh no! No! Patrick, what are you Patrick. doing here? I'm here uh, because I put up the sketch ad. Do we literally not have a seat for you? <laughs> yeah, is you, it? You can there's never seat. a seat at the table for an incel. Patrick? And that's the first of many issues I want to address tonight. Wait, you can you take my seat. I have to take a shit. Not out of the... What? You have to go poo? I just this have to a, take a, a shit real quick. What? What? What the hell is going on? Click. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... <laughs> I, I I do have that effect on people. Wait, sit down here. Sit down here, you, you old creep. You want to sit closer to an incel. <laughs> you no, love I, this. I don't want... Hey! Oh, oh. Honestly, I, I waited in my head, and I was like, who do I want to sit next to? A famously vulgar incel or a post-shit Everardo? <laughs> after he, he returns. All right. Are you coming back from the world's fastest this shit? shit? Do not. <laughs> oh... What is what a terrible Let excuse. Let me just say that one more time into the mic for the podcast. Do not go in there. <laughs> you literally just manufactured this fake moment so you could quote the mask. No, I I uh or is I that squeezed one out. Ventura. I squeezed one out real quick. You squeezed one out. <laughs> I don't know. Been there, man. He gets it. I he understand. It. So to our podcast listening audience, once again our guest has gone above and beyond in the costume department, and is definitely a male incel. It's a podcast recording. I didn't think I needed to come visually prepared. It is, it's a live recording. Checkmate you. Now, normally we would say that this live audience is just a fraction of the viewers we have, or the listeners we have at home, but in this case, that is completely untrue. This is less than a one-to-one -one ratio. Yeah. The 12 people at home will be stunned by the amount of reactions we're getting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to anyway. the people at home, of course, uh, I do have a rat's tail. I do have... I think we call it a rat tail, but you rats call it... <laughs> to... No, no, no. I, no, I have a little rat's tail on my back. Oh, yeah, that's right. I have the tail of a rat, as we established. That's right. You've got a small rat's tail and coming my, out of your back. And I have a disgusting, horrible, drooling penis. Oh, oh yeah. Shut up. Never. Uh, that looks like somebody ripped the glove off the hamburger helper hand. Oh, God. <laughs> God damn it. And it just barely fits my... I can't tuck it in my waistband because it just bubbles over the top like a pot of pasta. Yeah, if you're listening at home, we can all see this right now. <laughs> and anyways, I'm sorry that you didn't know it was me. I thought it was pretty clear. You know, my screen, I had two screen names on Craigslist. Big Papa, which was one of them. Big Papa P. And the second one, because you got to post on Craigslist to add multiple times, is, oh my, it's the hentai guy, underscore, I love racism, 45. No! Oh my god, I don't like that at all. Listen, sketch comedy is a perfect place for a white man to come and express how he feels. Okay. We all know that the Toronto stand-up community Facebook group is a breeding ground for incels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is, you know what, it's one thing to go after a man who's done nothing wrong and Rick Mercer, but you go after the Toronto stand-up community, you'll be hearing from me. Anyways, Andy, I'm really pumped. I wrote some sketches. I brought some sketches we could we could read today. Uh, so oh. this, I'm so stoked about this. I can't wait to hear these sketches. Before we crack right into uh -huh. them, 
I did not know you were a sketch comedian. Oh, yeah, I'm very much into sketch comedy. Uh, I love sketch comedy as a place for me to shout my views and then get mad at anybody who disagrees with them. <laughs> that sounds like the wrong reason to get into it. Uh, I don't know. Right reason for me. Right reason for me and my reasons. Is that, can, can I just ask if you, have you performed at, at, at all? Or? Oh, I perform every day. Uh, okay. By going out into public and not murdering every skank I see. Oh my Whoa. god. <laughs> oh my god. I perform sanity. Welcome to my twisted mind. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Oh. This is my kind of comedy, I yeah. think. I yeah, like get ready, buddy. It's going to work up another shit in there sometime soon. <laughs> you two are truly peas in the most rotten pod. Yeah. So you you feel that performance for you is performing the role of a sane man in the <laughs> real world. You better believe it, brother. And where do you do this performance generally? School, work, home, grocery stores, children's playgrounds, ice cream store, bathroom, women's bathroom. You need to perform sanity in a bathroom? Yes, even when the stall is shut. So I don't train spotting into the fucking toilet. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Turn trace spotting into a verb. That's amazing. If you so, don't really try hard, you, you won't be able to stop yourself from diving head first into a toilet. Uh, did I stutter? <laughs> so no. just, to be, just to be clear, you've never I, been on stage or... or, or uh, uh. I, I hate this guy so much. <laughs> what a nightmare of a man. I'm so happy you invited me here. Why did we do that? I don't know, Are Dad. Right? Yeah, I'm crying. I'm crying. What? I, uh, I, I've never. I've only made one man cry, and that was my dad when I beef stewed him. <laughs> What's the beef other people I made cry are all women. Wait. Oh no. What's, what is beef stew? What's beef stew? Uh, it's a joke from a movie that came out in the 2000s about baseball. I forget what it was. Basketball? Where you you squat over someone's face and you fart into their nose and mouth while saying beef stew, beef stew. <laughs> You did that that only kid. happened in the movie. That's never happened in real you life. You did that to your own father. Yeah. What did he do to deserve that? Uh, he had sex with my mom. Oh, God. <laughs> That's mine! That's mine! <laughs> Dr. Crane, surely there's something going on here you could weigh in on, therapeutically speaking. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm like an ogre uh, who's like an onion. I have layers. What was the first thing you are? I'm like an ogre. Who's like, like an, an onion. onion. I'm not going to bite off Shrek. I'm a legitimate comedian. <laughs> your, your mind is a labyrinth that only you can follow the path of. Yup. Let's get into these sketches, shall we, my lord? <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's dive into these, I'm sure, in no way objectionable sketches. Okay, Rolly, I'm going to need you to read the stage directions. All right. Because I took a class at Second City. Okay. And now I know all the parts of a sketch. Andy, you're going to be reading for Andy. And I will be reading for Patrick, a.k.a. me, a.k.a. Oh, my, it's hentai guy underscore. I love racism, 45. Okay, go ahead, Rolly. Who do you want to read this role here? Uh, Pat, you can, you, can do, uh, you can do that one, too. Okay. All right. Uh, interior coffee shop. Do you want to stand up and do this? Yeah, yeah, I stand in a coffee shop most often. Interior coffee shop day. Patrick and Andy are sitting at a table. Andy is drinking a frappuccino in brackets cuck fuel. 
Am I wrong? And Patrick is drinking a black coffee and smoking a cigarette in a coffee shop. Patrick, you can't smoke in here. That's against the law. Okay, Andy. Have it your way. Patrick puts the cigarette out in Andy's eye. In brackets, slapstick. Once the applause dies down, a sexy woman, in brackets, white. I'm a white supremacist! And my dick looks like somebody stepped on a breakfast patty. Yeah. With big hips and fat titties. Approaches the table. Andy, you're supposed to be standing for this. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. okay. Mom? That's me. (laughs) Hi, honey. You forgot your lunch. Wow, Patrick, your mom sure is hot. I wish I could spend nine months between those legs. (laughs) Andy begins slapping his inner thighs and licking his lips in a circle. Come on, Andy. Come on, Andy. This could be SNL worthy. Both, both thighs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this? Yeah. Slap your thigh like it's a funny joke you said. No, you're oh, trying to the, rev up your says, dick, you creep. It says inner thigh, though. Oh, it's inner thighs. Inner thighs, yeah, yeah. Look at this fuck. It's like this. I'm like going... Okay. Patrick, it's your line. You wish. Patrick puts out two more cigarettes in Andy's bad <laughs> from the first cigarette eye, then looks out to the audience. Check, please. That's the sketch, okay. All right, what do we think? I will accept notes unless they are from a woman. So anybody can give me notes. Patrick, where are we at? I am so sorry, but we got to get to this trivia game. We are. (laughs) Wait, wait, we have one more sketch minimum. Sorry, (laughs) we got another eight minutes to. We got to pursue this scripted hate crime that Patrick's. (laughs) I worked really hard on these. We'll motor through it. There you go, Andy. This, is, this one is real, less one than a page. Real quick. All right. Less okay, so page. everyone this can... We'll just read it. Yeah, we can just read it. Uh, Dr. Crane, do you want to read the stage directions this time? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> All right, you go right ahead. Interior, sandwich shop, day. Patrick and Andy are holding two ends of a party sub that's hanging in the middle. <laughs> Here you go, Andy. I tried to write in your voice, so just give it whatever you got. Can't wait to fuck this sandwich. Good. Good. My, oh, my dick is hard for the meat. Patrick and Andy, share a look. I'll do it. I'll do it. Andy puts a cigarette out in his own eye. <laughs> in brackets, after they have both signed deals for their respective Netflix specials. A hot big ass with massive honkers attached to Patrick's mom walks out. <laughs> Andy, just read the line. Mom. <laughs> mommy, mommy, yabba dabba doo. <laughs> cool it, bird brain. That's my mom. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Patrick and mommy go behind a screen, and the silhouette shows dirty things like an Austin Powers. One. <laughs> One, two, or three. <laughs> and he stands holding the sandwich on his own till they are done. He, heavily underlined, does not join. <laughs> and then from behind the screen, I go, check, please. Wow, great stuff. <laughs> great stuff. <laughs> All right, you know what? Applauding that, <laughs> you're all guilty now. Everyone's complicit. That's right. Okay, you know what? That was a horror show. 
the quickest analysis of what's going on between Patrick and his mom in these sketches, Dr. Crane? You know, it's curious. I haven't got a word for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Dr. Crane is speechless, oh, that's bad. <laughs> now, Everardo, it is, of course, time for the part of the show that nobody wants and that we are, for some reason, <laughs> making time for. <laughs> we... Yeah, we have I like am speaking, of course, of Everardo's trivia game. Thank you. I can't Thank wait. You. Do not applaud it. You won't. You will wish you hadn't. I love trivia because I'm always right because I'm white and I'm fucking. Okay. No, you can't. Yeah, right. And I love can't okay. do that. Fourteen-year-old virgin. All right. We're gonna. Uh, we do not have a musical sting for this because I will not dignify this. Okay, we're just gonna breeze through this game. Yeah. Uh, it's a. It's a game called. Is it a Marvel character? RuPaul drag queen or a font. <laughs> so I gave you That's good. That's actually so good. I really go. like that. So, let me say I gave Everardo one instruction. If we were gonna do the trivia, it had to be about Sketchfest in some way. Oh. This is an outrage. <laughs> but that's, that's like uh, honestly the best one that I've heard. That's pretty right. fun. Okay, so I'm just gonna say something and then you guys say whatever you think that is. Is it a Marvel? Character, a RuPaul drag queen, or a font from computer. <laughs> um, Unbelievable. Okay, so uh, we'll just go through this. Uh, call Obsidian. Oh, that's... Anyone? Anyone can just yell something uh, out. Uh, RuPaul? No, that's a font. It's a font? Oh, a marble oh. character. Fraser is right. It is a marble wow. character. Oh, really? Fires, oh, yes, yeah. I watch all the films now. Oh, now that you're you cool? You yes. and I have that in common. I love comic books. I love men who are s small and have small penises, and they turn strong and big, and they fuck. That's, that's, that's a couple of the characters, but that's not all of them. Peter Parker, Tony Stark, Clark Kent, Car Shazam. Green Lantern. Tony Stark <laughs> is not small, and he definitely fucks before he becomes No way, not with that facial hair. He's a billionaire playboy. Part of his character description is fucking too much. I could call myself a billionaire playboy. You have to be a billionaire first. <laughs> yeah. And a playboy. In but. your world. In one of the <laughs> movies, you can see Hulk's ass, and it's nice to know that someone spent months animating that. Yeah, it's nice, Everardo. <laughs> All right. That's, that's enough. Give What's the next question? Uh, Manolette. 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 I'm going to uh. say RuPaul? Font? Probably a font. That's the only font I write in because I don't write in woman a lot. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Just <laughs> diminishing returns from an increasingly outraged audience. <laughs> the outrage pairing with exhaustion to make that sound. I will say a font also. It is a font, yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, Bibi Zahara. Oh, bitch, that's the RuPaul. winner of season one, RuPaul's Drag Race, okay. Cameroon. Yeah. Oh, yes. But what about uh, Proxima Midnight? <laughs> RuPaul? I, I believe that's a Marvel character. I'm yeah. just going to, everything's RuPaul. <laughs> Go I, can't, I can't guess RuPaul, because I only watch straight content like Joe Rogan and the Food Network. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I refuse to even acknowledge that that show exists. The famously straight food network. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone on there is het or debt. <laughs> That's. <laughs> to me, they're het or fucking debt. That doesn't even rate on your top 10 things that should not have allowed us to have this show. 
Wait, what is it? What's the answer? It is, uh, what did I say again? Oh, yeah, it's a Marvel character. Yeah. Okay, that's right. the end of the game. Okay, <laughs> that's the game. And, uh, Who's right. Proxima Midnight? He's one of uh, Thanos' guys. Oh, yes, Proxima, yeah. Yeah, yeah. one of the sub-bosses. I actually... Wait, wait it's, it, it, Proxima is the, one of the it's daughters? The, yeah, that's like yeah. one of the, the, it's like the female, his Oh, that's why I didn't know it. Or okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So you just, so, this is the most excited I've ever seen Andy in my life. <laughs> I got it wrong. Was so. realizing he knew who Proxima Midnight was. Well, Thanos I guess we actually done. have a little bit more time than I thought. Yeah, because so. you're always stressed, Everardo. <laughs> well, I did have a, th I don't know if you want to go into it, but I did have a third sketch. No, you know what? We're going to save that because since we have a bit more time, we get to do something that's very special for me. Are you guys ready for a very special experience? Now, I say this with sincerity. The fact that my beautiful boy has never even been nominated for a Best in Sketch award at this festival is bullshit. And Paul snaps, I will kill your family. <laughs> and then you. First everyone you love, then you for this crime. But also, I'm just kidding. I'll just I'll I'll start and end with him. <laughs> I really riled you up. I'm mad. And I also found out, or I assume, that because we're doing a podcast taping, Andy will still not be eligible for that award this that year. That is true. It's this is not eligible. And that's fucking bullshit. And if I hadn't already sworn to murder Paul Snaps, <laughs> I'd do so now. No laughter doesn't deserve laughter, but when you don't laugh at it, it makes it weird. <laughs> so I have devised the first fair award show in Toronto Sketchfest history! Finally. An award show for which my beautiful boy is eligible. And yes, we call it the My Gorgeous Son podcast taping at the Toronto Sketchfest first in Scourge! Oh, baby! I fucking love Just for Love! Someone like me loves Just for Love. <laughs> oh, give me this, give me this. Someone give me a microphone. Oh, yeah. Crank that up. Mm. Crank that up. Oh, baby, now. Mm. Crank that up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, crank that up. If you're in Montreal, don't trust the nuns. Cause they'll fall into a hole and it's a gag. <laughs> Montreal has really put every French nun in a boy who cried wolf scenario. <laughs> if there's ever a nun running for her life, people will turn and leave. Assuming a camera will catch them. And put them on television under the score of so much jazz. Look at this moron and hear this trombone. It's a gag. That's how I feel. Welcome to the My Gorgeous Son podcast taping at Toronto Sketchfest first in Skirch Awards. Don't trust the nuns. Don't trust the nun 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 nuns. Any public service worker should not be trusted. Construction workers are a scam in Montreal. They will catch you in a gag. And they'll make you feel ashamed. If there's a porta potty where it shouldn't be, that's a gag. 
All right. Highest grossing Canadian comedy export in television history. I'm not joking. Not joking. Okay. Your first performer tonight, and we got a whack of them. They've all, they've all succeeded in making it this far to the My Gorgeous Son podcast taping at Toronto Sketchfest first in Skirched Awards. Please welcome the illustrious doctor performing a segment of his one-man sketch review. It is, of course, Fraser Crane! Uh, just uh, to begin, uh, I, um, this is working through some trauma that I had recently. And um, the show is called I'm a Freud of Heights. <laughs> All right, let's begin. Oh, hello there. Don't mind me. I'm just unpacking this box full of some old memories. Just found it in the attic and thought, well, what the hell? I'll root through it and see what to toss. Let's see, an old wallet. A bunch of socks that I thought I lost in the laundry. <laughs> now the program for a community theater production of Waiting for Godot, where I played the little boy. Oh, my. It's a ticket to the CN Tower. Chapter one. <laughs> Help! Can someone get me down from here? Cut to 1977. A mysterious building is sprouting up from the ground in a little big city called Toronto. It's a technological wonder comprising tons of concrete piled all the way up to the sky. Mummy, look at that building. It's massive. Hush, boy. And besides, it's a freestanding structure. <laughs> from that day forth, I dared misidentify an edifice, lest I once more catch the wrath of mother's barbed tongue. Now, for a young Fraser Crane, it was a tower to the heavens. To a much older Fraser Crane in 2019, it became a veritable tomb. Chapter 2. <laughs> Help! I promise if you rescue me, I'll change my ways. Cut to 2019. A much older, much wiser Fraser revisits the size of a traumatic tongue lashing and begins to go up the tower. And as he goes up the elevator, he hears something snap. Then he hears a gear click. And the box that is supposed to be carrying him into the sky freezes. In this fashion begins the most terrifying full week of my life. <laughs> and cue song and one and two, one, one, two, three. I lived in an elevator for a full week of my life. I was very hot, I was very scared, and all I did was cry. And that is it so far. Ah! <laughs> Dr. Crane! Dr. Crane! Oh my god, I just realized there's a child in the audience. Why did no one tell me? We, we could have cut so many of those words. Oh, why? Anyway, we're literally at the end almost, and we can't undo what you heard. Puberty came early. And your soul's bad now. Sorry, we made your soul bad. Your next performer is someone it gives me no pleasure to introduce. <laughs> performing a sketch from the review he claims to have as part of, he says, definitely this festival and not a different festival only he knows about. It's Everardo! All right, so uh, this is just a, a brief uh, look at my character, one-man show called uh, Andrew Nice Clay. 
Oh, my God. Oh, look at this bitch over here. She probably has a family who loves her and no, stuff. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no. Sit down. Very into that. Very into that sketch. You didn't even honor your own bad premise. No, he, I, I did say that she has a family who loves her. You probably. called, you said she was a bitch and honestly looked way too close at the child I just identified. Well, you got into my head and that's all I could see. Look anywhere else. This, you are a nightmare. You are a liability. This sucks. Unbelievable. My mustache has fallen off. I'm so mad. <laughs> All right, finally. I cannot tell you enough how excited I am for a performance from my beautiful boy and a man that I wish was not also part of this. I'm speaking, of course, of Patrick Gelfler. Do you guys have a sketch duo name? Uh, yeah, we're Dick and Balls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please welcome Dick and Balls! We all know who's who. All right, here you go. This is my final sketch, so just uh, don't just. I, I'll, I wrote again in your voice. All right, I'll read the stage directions. Okay. Andy is having sex with Patrick's mom. I'm gonna go for this. All right. <clears throat> oh, wow, Patrick's mom. I can't believe we're having sex right now. You're so hot, and I love it. Patrick enters. Like Flintstone style, like. Yeah, 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 I get it. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? You can't do that here. This is a doctor's office. <laughs> Patrick gives a really funny look to the audience who are impressed and laugh, as you did. Then Patrick removes his fake mustache. Okay, so I do that twice. I'm sorry, that is a lie. This isn't a doctor's office. This is a pervert clinic where I spy on people having sex with my mom. It's actually me, Patrick. I have a problem and I need help. I know, Patrick, that's why your mom and I are here. This is an intervention. Andy, sorry, you go ahead, that's you. Well, Andy pulls off a fake mustache. It's actually me, Andy. Whoa, what? They both turn to the audience and sing. So, so long, farewell, Avida saying goodbye. I leave and heave and say goodbye. 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 It means so much to me, Andy, that you would put this entire intervention together with no help on my end. You must truly love me, care for me as a friend, a brother, and maybe as a dad. <laughs> Check, please. Wow. Wow. I need, I, I need a child to be present every time I say I want to fuck you my can't mom. Sit down. Sit down. You're making it worse. Oh, my God. Well, I will say this. That was a truly disappointing third beat. <laughs> but an award must be handed out. And, of course, at the uh, My Gorgeous Son podcast taping at the Toronto Sketch Fest First in Scourged Award, that trophy is the 2015 Canadian Comedy Award for best writing in a best performance in a web series awarded to Mark Little. <laughs> <laughs> Resale value negative $20. <laughs> you have to pay $20 to have for to someone to have this for you. I award this to someone who's been laboring for a long time and has deserved recognition.
and has not received that on the level that he's earned. I am speaking, of course, let's bring up the dramatic music. I'm speaking, of course, of my gorgeous, beautiful son, his favorite radio host, <laughs> Frazier Crane! Oh my goodness. Broly, Andy, uh, I don't know what to say. Um, I would like to thank the um, elevator operator, Garth, who uh, rescued me on day seven of being trapped in a very hot elevator. And that's it. <laughs> Dr. Crane, everyone, Dr. Crane. You know, I'll be honest, I wanted to give that to Andy, but he didn't earn it. No, I didn't. I didn't. And that's fine. Check out Dr. Crane's show. That's it for our show, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, we're walking away now. Crank that up. Oh, we're saying goodbye now. Of course. We got to get to the end here. On behalf of Patrick Gelfler, the awful incel. Hey. Dr. Frazier Crane. Everardo. What up, Ryerson? My gorgeous boy, Andy. And me, Roey Bush. Good night, everyone, and thank you for coming.